0: what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so today i'm gonna do a interesting story that some people may not have heard of or be too familiar with they may have heard of it but they don't really know the details so i want to cover the details of the pine tar incident so the pine tar incident was a very it's one of the craziest stories in baseball history actually when you really look at it a lot of people just remember it as George Brett going ballistic and getting mad at an umpire for ejecting him for having too much pine tar on his bat, but it actually goes a bit deeper than that so without further ado I'll explain this so this incident occurred July 24 1983 so the Royals were playing at Yankee Stadium Kansas City Royals they're trailing Yankees 4-3 with two outs in the top of the ninth. And George Brett, a Hall of Famer. Before I go deeper in the story, I'll just say George Brett is is a stud. He had a two-decade run. I mean, 21-year career as you know, one of the best hitters of all time, really. I mean, he was he was quite a good contact hitter. I mean, the 1980 MVP in the year which he hit 390, just to give you an idea, with a 203 OPS plus. But you know he, he was an absolute stud in his heyday. Uh, Royals uh, Hall of Famer, MVP, 13-time All-Star. Uh, you know, won a World Series the Royals in 1985. Gold Glove, three-time batting title. Everything you name it. You know, basically just you know Hall of Fame and all that good stuff. So he he strolls up to the plate with his team trailing 4-3 in the top of the ninth with two outs and a runner on. George Brett hits a two-run homer to give the Royals a 5-4 lead. And the Yankees manager at the time, Billy Martin, noticed a large amount of pine tar on George Brett's bat. So he asked the umpires to inspect the bat. And the rule was that you could not have any more than 17... or, or No, I'm sorry. You could have any more than 18 inches of pine tar on your bat. And... If, if you look at the video, famously, you'll see Tim McClellan, the home plate umpire. He lays his bat across home plate, which is 17 inches. And he notices that the pine tar extends more than an inch past that. So he calls George Brett out. He points out and says, you're out. You know, that the home run is, you know, it doesn't count. It's nullified and you are out. And, uh once that happens, there's video of George Brett just storming out of the dugout and just going absolutely ballistic and he wants to fight Tim McClellan. By the way, Tim McClellan had been umpiring, you know, from that time, like from the early eighties, up through twenty thirteen. So, you know, relatively recently, up to relatively recently was he was, you know, umpiring major league games. You know, he's he was known for having a pretty small but consistent strike zone, and um, yeah, I mean that's just fun fact. But so as I was saying, George Brett just you know storms out and he he's called out essentially, and the Royals get the home run taken away from them, and yeah, so the the Yankees ended up winning this game four to three. You know because obviously that was the third out of the inning, and that's. That just gives the Yankees the win. And pretty crazy. The Royals protested the game. And then four days later, the American League president, Lee McPhail, upheld the Royals' protest. He explained in his decision that, you know, the spirit of the restriction on pine tar on bats was not based on any kind of unfair advantage that you would get from, you know, hitting the ball or anything like that. It was simply due to the economics that any ball that makes contact with pine tar would then be ruined. And then it would increase the cost for the home team to replace the ball and supply, you know, number of balls for a given game. So they did not want pine tar up near the barrel of the bat. So they wouldn't be, you know, destroying baseballs. And they wouldn't have to, you know, keep replace, like buying new baseballs essentially. So they're saying that was the spirit of the rule. So basically they were able to resume this game. So what happened was that, uh, They restored George Brett's home run, but they resumed the game with two outs on top of the ninth as if, you know, the home run just occurred, but the ejection, but ejection stood because Brett was ejected for arguing with the umpires. So he, the American League president retroactively ejected George Brett for his outburst against Tim McLelland. So obviously the Yankees weren't happy that this game was under protest. So before the game got underway with two outs on top of the ninth with the Royals leading five to four, they basically tried some shenanigans where they tried to, you know, reverse their fortunes. First of all, because Billy Martin, the Yankees manager was just, he thought the whole thing was a farce. He tried to make light of the situation, not light of the situation, but he, he was trying to demonstrate that it was a farce. He put a pitcher in center field and then he put, you know, Um, Don Mattingly a left-handed first baseman at second base and then right before the Yankees threw the first pitch of you know the resumption game they stepped off the mound and threw a first base and tried to claim that George Brett never touched the base when he was rounding first base they tried to claim claim that because their their argument was that the umpires that were umpiring that resumption game never umpired the original game so how would they be able to see it but little did they know that the American League president at the time was actually one step ahead of them, uh, Lee McPhail. Apparently, his his personal assistant had had considered this situation. So before this resumption game had ever occurred, they actually had a signed document, a signed affidavit, a legal document saying that a notarized document from the umpires of the original game saying that George Brett indeed touched all the bases while he was rounding them for his home run. So basically they couldn't, uh, you know, the the Yankees couldn't win that appeal. But once the game was resumed, the, the Royals would hold on and they would win that game with that final score of five to four. Just absolutely ridiculous. And then that would, you know, that was, you know, in August, that was 25 days after the inning, the game began and the the Royals eventually win that game Yankees lose they're placed in fifth place three and a half games out of first and yeah that that is basically the the long and short of the pine tar game that bat is currently on display in the baseball hall of fame where it's been since 1987 and yeah I mean George Brett he's still he'll still talk about it today I mean, he's he's just a great guy. Like whenever he's on uh, TV, like interviewing, whenever like I guess the Royals are a topic or whatever, you can't say Kansas City Royals without talking about George Brett. I mean, he's that dude is he's a beast. So that is the story of the Pine Tar Incident. I I just thought that was very very entertaining. I mean, it's it's great because you have video of the incident. It's not one of those things that you have to like imagine. You can actually just go on YouTube type in. Pintar incident, and you'll see it happen. You know, the home run, the outburst, everything. But with with the whole, uh, the shenanigans being played with them trying to, uh, the Yankees trying to, you know, uh, protest or appeal that he didn't touch first base and everything, I thought that was pretty funny. And it was clever that the league was one step ahead of them. But next time you hear about the, uh, the Pintar incident, you'll have a better understanding of exactly what went down. And maybe you have a better understanding of, of the rule, for, for the pine tar rule. That's pretty funny, actually. So that's going to do it for today. Just a little fun story to throw things back. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.